You know you're created for more. Now let's do something about it. Welcome to Project You, the space for you to embrace the I can, I will philosophy and finally start making progress toward your dreams, goals, and desires. Be kind, supportive, and remember every day that the blueprint for you is within. I'm Cami Craig Lyman, and today let's work on Project You. Hi, you guys. Welcome to Project You. Cami Craig Lyman here. And at this moment, I'd like to say thank you to every single one of you for spending time with me, for allowing me and you to share this space. I had no idea that Project You podcast was going to turn into what it has. I took the risk, I took the chance, and I followed my heart. That was in the midst of the the big, big healing process that I've been involved in for the past nine months now, and I've never felt better. I have been extremely, extremely happy and excited and sometimes overwhelmed with the, with the feeling of gratitude because of Project You. So as I've come into this new realm of life, of being completely conscious, I have also learned a lot because of your feedback and because of your um, excitement about Project You. So here I am dabbling into a little bit of a deeper me um, and expressing these things because I found that things have really been in the way of me becoming my best version. Which brings me to the topic of today's podcast, which are four words that I choose not to use in my vocabulary because I feel that it holds me back. Now, if anyone knows me on a personal level, I definitely am notorious for making words up um, and laughing at myself continuously because of the word choices <laughs> that, that I have um, for things in life. I, however, on a serious note, I've chosen not to use these words because I'm not in a position anymore in life, just as you are not in a position anymore in life to be held back. And it comes and it starts from within. The words we use to communicate can be a new gateway to how you live in more freedom, which is by letting go. Letting go of these four words for me has been one of the biggest positive movements in my life as I've understood that the way that I talk to myself, the way that I talk to other people, the way that I communicate to communities, um, to my classes, X, Y, and Z. Um, also, let's go into my consults when I'm doing personal training, as I'm being a mother to my children, as I'm being a wife to my husband. All of these situations in life have been better because of my word choices. Now, before I share the four words that I choose not to use in my life, I definitely want to give some insight on behalf of you do not have to agree with me and be like, yep, those are the four words that I'm not using. Uh, instead, look into your life and have a face off with self and be very honest with self on what words that are holding you back in your life. Okay, so now the four words that I choose not to use in my life are try, can't, hate, and sure maybe which really are two words but they are pretty much the same word and have the same meaning so sure and maybe okay so getting into the thick of our conversation on why i choose not to use those words i'm going to step right back into time when i was a freshman in college i had signed my letter of intent i had made it to my first week of practice 
And all of a sudden, Coach Spiesel, which is my volleyball coach, says that we're going to Lake Tahoe for a volleyball retreat. So we go up to Tahoe as a team and uh, we do a lot of interactive, great team bonding stuff. And the one that I'll never forget was this scenario where we're all sitting in the living room of this beautiful cabin, Lake Tahoe, which is really my backyard. These girls had never seen such a place. And Coach Spiesel says, I need, I need someone to stand up and help me with this exercise. So me being the team leader that I am, I raised my hand, Coach Spiesel called me out. So as I stand up, there's a stick on the floor and I look at him as all my teammates are surrounding me right now. And he goes, Cammie, I need you to try to step over the stick. And I'm like, okay. And I kind of chuckled in my head and I stepped over the stick. Like how easy could this be? And he looks at me and he goes, nope get behind the stick again looked at him and looked him in the eye again and he said now try to step over the stick so i stepped over the stick again and he looked at me kind of more fiercely he had some boil in his eye that i'm like kind of nervous of at this point because i knew that this was a little bit deeper than just step over the stick and i wasn't processing what he was saying um i was just stepping over the stick, trying to step over the stick, right? And so the third time he goes, Cammie, try to step over this stick. And at that very moment, when I'm locked in his eyes, he says, try, and it looked like slow-mo. I instantly put my foot over and he raised his eyebrows. And that was my inclination. That was as far as I was going to get. And I was not allowed to put my step, to put my foot down and step over that stick because I was trying. At that very moment, I realized that the word try didn't serve me at all anymore. And especially being the athlete that I was and that I am even today, I, I, I let go of that because he then shared with us, the rest of the team, that trying is only halfway doing something. You're never really doing it. Um, that So when we do say try, like, and he was obviously a 30 plus year coach and he was sick of hearing the girls say try and can't. And um, at that very moment, he got us in this retreat and none of us girls ever said that word ever again because it was, it was, it was failure out of the gate. Like, oh yeah, coach, I'll try to do that. No, he wanted us to perform and he wanted us to execute the drills. He wanted us to play the game. He wanted us to practice hard. It wasn't an it wasn't a choice of try and give your half 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 effort. It was give me your full effort and then he's okay with that. But trying and playing in that limbo state was not a part of his 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 practice and in the way that he communicated with us. So I, I really understood that at that very moment, and I, I chose, like I told you, to never speak that word again, and it took, again, it took a lot of practice. It took daily, daily understanding that I didn't want to be that person. I didn't want to try 
and and be in limbo all the time. I want it to be either yes or no. Um, there's that saying of die trying, and that would be your last stake, right? That would be your last ultimate go, um, going to hit the volleyball and then, uh, you know, and that's pretty morbid speaking, but then you just died trying doing it. Um, that's, that's where try is okay. Right. Um, a better word that I learned along the way to use instead of try is attempt, attempt this and see what comes of it. Did you not do it? Did you do it? Um, did you execute it at, at full exertion rate? Did you give a hundred percent instead of just saying, I'll try a try is pretty much a cop out and it's, it's giving some peace and it's justifying what you don't want to do. And for those out there that want to give more and that want to be more, that's something that I chose. And I learned at that, that very young age that I didn't want to be anymore. I didn't want to hold myself back and allow that word to harbor me to becoming the best athlete or to be coming the best person and or woman that I wanted to be. And I know that I deserve to be. Hit your workout hard with Cami Craig Fitness Hit Ebook. Do you need great workouts with phenomenal flexibility? I designed this Hit Ebook for people just like you. You're busy, and like me, you probably need variety. In this wealth of workouts, you're equipped with 90 different routines to shape your body from the comfort of your own home. Head to ccfreno.com. Again, ccfreno.com backslash high intensity and get your copy. Together, let's build a better you. The second word that I choose not to use is the apostrophe T word, which is can't. I came up with an apostrophe T dialogue last year while I was teaching PE to kindergarten all the way to sixth grade students. And they had four rules with me. And one of the rules was they couldn't use the apostrophe T word because anything is possible. Out of the gate, I helped them understand that can't is holding them back. They can do anything that they have their mind on. Um, they can do anything that they have their mindset on and to say the apostrophe T word is going to hold them back. And, and I helped them understand that they are in the position of life, the ultimate position in life to have self-respect, to have self-love and to have that self-trust. And just by choosing that one word out of their vocabulary made PE so much better because even as a coach and he's even as a, as a teacher, I didn't have to engage with the kids anymore because of the lack of um, trust or the lack of love or self-respect that they had for themselves. And they didn't get to punish themselves by saying they can't. And they didn't get to punish other people because they can't. Right. So out of the gate, that just dis, that just demolished like 15 attacks that we could have had on each and every PE class of 30 minutes only because of the word can't. No one was putting themselves down. No one was coming off the field crying and say, I can't do that um, because it was just a rule out of the gate and we set that boundary strong. It was my first time ever being able to do that with a mass amount of kids and or people and the, the outcome was outrageously effective. So when I went back into time for myself, when I was in the first year of college playing volleyball, Coach Spiesel came through for me once again with the apostrophe T word. We had lost this game our freshman year of college and we came back collectively talking and complaining to him on why we lost. 
we were justifying through our verbiage and through the things that we could not control in the facility, in our environment to why we lost. And there was a lot of can'ts and there was a lot of complaining. He got to us and he's like, listen, girls, there's nothing that you can do to control the environment. So when you're saying that you can't hit the ball because the lights were too dim and you couldn't see the lines, that's false because you have no control over those lights unless you're going to get up on that ladder and change the light bulbs yourself before the game or unless you're going to put new lines down and paint the new lines before the game. So when we came back into the locker room, we were full of complaints. We were full of can'ts. And that led to justifying why we lost instead of just owning up to the lessons of the game to be better athletes for the next game. We immediately were putting ourselves down and procrastinating to really learn the lesson that we needed to learn and have that face off. Uh, Since we had one of the best coaches and the most brightest coach to give us this insight at this young age of being freshmen in college, we then collectively understood that our can'ts and our tries were holding us back. Not only were they holding us back physically, but they were holding us back mentally. The lessons were not to be learned unless we were willing to get rid of that dialogue. I truly believe that setting of my athletic life happened for a reason because today I'm able to be a better coach. I'm able to be a better mother, a wife, a friend, to other people because of the word choices that I choose. And that is really saying no to try, say no to can't. And the third word that I choose not to use is sure backslash maybe, sure maybe. They definitely are a word that is very fitting together, of course is used separately, but it's a word or two words that are in limbo. They give no confirmation to anything. Sure, maybe is a gray zone. And I understand that the gray zones can teach us a lot too and can they, they can serve their purpose, which I will give a great example of where sure and maybe can, can be shared, um, where sure, sure and maybe can be spoken in life. But if you can jive with me right now, go to a phone conversation with a girlfriend and you ask her to go to lunch and she was like, oh, sure. That's not committing. It's kind of in limbo and there may be something else that she has going on. Instead, she's, she's you know, beating around the bush a little bit, doesn't want to hurt feelings, and she's probably going to call you in the next five minutes or text you and let you know that it's no-go. It's affirmation in life that we need. And the more that we live in this limbo phase, the more that we live our life in a limbo phase. So I learned this back in 2015 when I had the most amazing opportunity to go to Whistler, Canada with Lululemon. I was a Lululemon ambassador and we had a, had a, re, and we had a retreat there called the Summit. There was about a hundred of us Lululemon ambassadors along with many high up directors and also the CEO um, by the name of, at the time, by the name of Laurent Potdaven. So on the third day, we had this, we had this opportunity to speak with the CEO, Laurent, and he shared with us to be a bold requester. And when you bold request and when you're very affirmative of what you're asking for in life, 
you're either going to get one of three answers. You're going to get yes, you're going to get a no, or you're going to get a maybe. The confirmation that comes from a yes or a no will lead you into the direction that you probably should be going. And especially if you're bold requesting someone of a mentorship of or leadership, or someone that you trust and admire, that's the kind of situation we're talking. However, if that person does say maybe or sure, the next thing that you need to do is ask that person, when is a net, when is a better time to reconnect on this subject so I can get a definite yes or no? Okay, and so that is when I understood that maybe and sure are just not serving me anymore. I want to be a yes and I want to be and or a no. I've been a yes girl my whole life and it actually didn't serve me. My yeses meant nothing to anyone. Um, They didn't even mean anything to me. I was a people pleaser and I've learned now and in the strength of the healing that being a people pleaser and being an ultimate yes girl was only procrastinating me to step up to the plate and do what was right and do what was felt in an intuitive way in my heart. And we, we divert from that because we, we don't want to let people down. However, I was letting my own self down all the time. And my, my confirmation and my directness could have been better with a no, not to hurt anyone on the other side, but just to be more affirmative with self and with, with my heart's desire. So sure and maybe are definitely something that I stay away from because I, I don't want to live in the limbo zone. Am I, am I guilty of it from time to time? Absolutely. A hundred percent. But have I reached that challenge in life to become better at saying yes or no instead of sure or maybe? Yes. Even following up with an email. Um, if someone's on the other side and that person was like, well, maybe we can get this done out of the gate. You're thinking that person's not going to get this done. They're not committing to this task. Therefore, I don't have the trust and I don't have the excitement that I, I thought I was going to have for this because there's no commitment, right? So that's where I want to be stronger on the other side um, when I get back to my emails or I get back to my text messages and or I'm talking verbally face to face with someone, which now brings us to the fourth word that I choose not to use in my life. So the fourth word that I choose not to use is hate. It's one word that honestly makes me cringe while saying it, like it just did. Um, I I actually give my husband some some comedy acts when I spell it out when I'm referring to that word. So I'll talk to him like, yeah, when you said H-A-T-E and he's like, Cam, I'm not a child. The kids aren't around. You can say the word. But it's not that I'm I'm attempting to give him a good laugh. It's really because it doesn't feel good coming from my heart out of my tongue to 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 express myself if that makes any sense i i choose not to say these words because yes i understand that they hold me back they keep me in isolation they are a burden on my life they 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 allow me to manifest and harbor grossness and maybe even sickness and illness and disease and but you guys we know that there's science there's science behind this and the research is there on behalf of we are what we think 
if we can start to understand that these harsh, harsh words are the one things that are probably holding us back the most, we understand now that we can reframe our mindset. We can reframe, we can reframe our verbiage and our thoughts by only being radically honest with self. As we can be radically honest with self, I have to basically look and look at myself in the mirror and say, Hey, what are your daily habits? What is your daily communication with self and also with others? What are the words that are holding you back and that are putting you into a corner and not allowing you to serve your purpose? I often observe the energy that I bring into every situation. So if I'm more vibrant and I have more lightheartedness and I have more energy and I have more happier words that I'm using, then that's the energy that I'm giving off. But if I'm always one of can't, I'll try that. Maybe I'll get to this function. I hate how she does this. That energy is given to not only yourself, but it's given to other people. And I'm understanding that because of the verbiage and because of the way that I'm thinking and also communicating to other people that I'm not setting up boundaries for myself, which is also holding me back. On the flip side of things, I feel that being mindful on how often we complain in our day and in our life can be very monumental in how we feel inside. I often say that out of the mouth speaks the abundance of the heart. Out of the mouth speaks the abundance of the heart. Going back to we are what we think, we are what we say, is something that is holding on to us innerly, intrinsically, inside of us, heartfully. And so if there's issues in the heart that haven't been that, if so, if there's issues in the heart that haven't been worked on by self to become more, to become better, this is your time to step up. Right now is the time to understand that you can heal. You can allow yourself to be not captivated by those feelings anymore. So then over time, by choosing to use other words than try, then can't, then sure, maybe, and also hate, you can reflect, you you can get out of that pattern and daily habit and find new ways to talk, which will lead you into not complaining anymore. Those words are just other ways to complain. Going back to the practice, going back to the retreat, going back to the game that we lost. Like those were ways to complain, to get out of learning the true lesson that I'm supposed to learn. By giving up those words in life, I've definitely understood that I'm having a face off with self way more often than I like to. But this is a cool place to be because it's very conscious living and rather than subconsciously living. The last thing that I wanted to tap into is having your productive thoughts versus your unproductive thoughts. Um, so productive thoughts are thoughts that you're very creative in. You can problem solve. You're a planner and you bring insight and vibrant attitude to the situation, to the thought process, and also to the communication to self and other people. Unproductive thinking is the predictive thinking. 
the controlling manner that we have over the future, the racing thoughts and also the repetitive thoughts. I often say to my kids, be careful on how you speak to yourself. You're super repetitive on saying that you're not a good brother because you just got in trouble picking on him, right? But the more that you say that I'm not a good brother because you feel that shame and you feel that you didn't, that you weren't the best for your brother at that very moment, the more that you are going to become that lack of a brother because you're believing it. You're not only believing it, but you're saying it. And then you're not only going to just say it, but you're going to, you're actually going to be it. And then you can twist that up in all any ways that you need to, or want to, to better understand that these non-productive thoughts have to go. They got to go right now. The ones that are repetitive, the ones that are racing in your mind all day long and holding you back are not productive thinking, are not productive thoughts. So while we understand that we can become more of the person that we're desired to be just by getting rid of the words that hurt you, that burden you, and that are harboring and that are pressing you into the corner are no longer valid. Because you've made the choice today to better understand you and understand the daily habits and the daily communication that you have, you can journal today. You can have a moment in your time to understand by yourself to live in your own humility. And that's okay. Be brave. Be courageous. Action of the week is to follow through with this journal entry today. If you don't have a journal, this is the time in Project You to get a journal. To reflect on what we once were to better understand of who we are today can, can only come from moments of time with self to have a face off. Jay Shetty says, let the version of yourself that you were teach you. Let the version of yourself that you are becoming inspire you. You are the version that you need and needed to be in every phase of your journey. If you can write this down in your journal, rewind it, play it back, write it down word for word and know without a shadow of a doubt that you are valued and that you are loved by choosing to get rid of some words in your life can be the ultimate gateway to your new freedom. Every moment in life is an opportunity to practice being who you want to become. Follow your heart and remember that love truly does win. Thanks for tuning in with me, you guys. Till next time. Mwah.